but as a child to deserve love, we will belong and fit in to our own detriment. And so we disconnect from our divine natural soul blueprint to fit in and belong, suppress our emotions, suppress who we really are. And what causes, what, what, what is the consequence of that? There are so many, but one of them is lack of self-trust. How do you run a business as an entrepreneur without self-trust? Hello, 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 everyone. Here we go. Let's let in Tatiana. Tatiana, hello. How are you doing? We are live currently. Um, We are late in in getting live because I had this major tech issue where basically StreamYard did not want to recognize any of my, I have two cameras, didn't want to recognize either of them. So I had to restart my computer, but we are all good now. So here we are. Um, Tatiana, thank you so much for joining me uh, today. For those those listening and watching, Tatiana is a trauma um, hypnotherapist, trauma integrative hypnotherapist and coach who helps purpose-driven entrepreneurs and leaders overcome emotional wounds and trauma that show up as business blocks so they can fully step into their purpose and impact. Amazing, because I imagine that many of us have got historic things that come up in our business and actually they are, they can be difficult to spot, correct? Absolutely. And um, it's interesting you mentioned it right away because I was just thinking, I've noticed historically there are two groups of entrepreneurs. Some of us are more of the introverted types that don't quite belong. Mm -hmm. We are kind of unemployable, aka cannot have a boss. Yes. But we are sensitive. Maybe we are even empaths and we want to change this world and make it a better place. And there is a problem with this because a lot of the, um, there are only actually about one or 2% of empaths, true empaths in the world. The rest of it is a consequence of trauma. The sensitivity to stimuli, to energies being drained. So as a trauma specialist, I started being aware that while making a difference is amazing and wanting to change the world, but that group of people we or I happen to actually somehow be both I'll go Mm -hmm. to the second second one in a second Um, so we tend to overgive lack boundaries and put ourselves second and that bigger mission serving the world first and then there's a second group of the overachievers Mm -hmm. and now there is nothing wrong with achieving but if it's over hyper achieving and every time you achieve the goal and the goal moves it's also some type of compensation. Yes. And in a lot of ways, uh, the causes are going to be either some type of emotional wounding or trauma for yeah. both. And I guess that as well, the the word trauma, I, I think probably makes people think, well, you know, I wasn't abused or I wasn't, I didn't have this, this thing that people might typically think is traumatic particularly for overachievers they're like well well like I, you know I didn't have a horrendous childhood I wasn't neglected but actually that's not what we really mean by trauma necessarily is it correct and the more modern definition of trauma is when we are either experiencing and by the way it doesn't have to be an event or something mm-hmm. horrific 
It is an experience in the body. So in my work, I focus a lot on the body and body memory, the neurological pathways and the neurochemistry because emotions are chemicals Mm -hmm. and we get addicted to to those chemicals, right? But trauma is a lot of something like a shock, which Mm -hmm. is then processed in the body or not processed in the body and the brain, of course, and the limbic system and the amygdala, but it's not just the brain. Even though uh, mind-based perspectives, which is basically everything, Mm-hmm. born out of patriarchal structures would tell us that the mind is primary so this is how we have all the conventional methods of transformation and healing and therapy which are yeah. all mind-based mm. and everybody forgets about the body but the body is what stores the trauma in the neurological way and also it can be not too much of something too fast right but absence Absence of support, absence of even boundaries as Mm. children growing up, absence of nurture, love, attention, all the Mm. neglecting, right? And so it's a very delicate dance. Mm. And uh, this is what trauma is. What one thing might not be trauma for one person, for another person it would be. And so we need to be um, aware of that. Mm. Yeah. So how do we how do we identify if we are holding trauma that is impacting us in our businesses? How how do we know? Ah, uh, great question. So <laughs> yeah, the two groups of people, right? And all the issues with let's start with the first one: yeah. the overgiving, the wobbling on the sales calls, and it, by oh. the way, can happen for both. Okay. So yeah. let's, we can't even move it. All together, mm-hmm. all the mindset supposedly, but much deeper money blocks, mm-hmm. consistent returning debt, for example, or I work with a lot of women or female entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So all the and you talk about I love your podcast and your topics. You. you talk about um, how do we not give discounts and when do mm-hmm. we give and do we barter services? Yeah, all yeah. of those putting ourselves last and um, having unclear, doubtful kind of dynamics on the sales calls, Mm -hmm. problems with marketing, with Mm -hmm. self-promotion, and uh, all around like visibility. My biggest one when I started this journey, and this is how I actually realized, Mm -hmm. I got into 15, so I had a huge transformation with hypnotherapy. It saved my health and my life. And I wanted to share it with the world. Mm. And I started my business. That's it. I wanted to, I was sure I'm going to change the world. And then I was so afraid of being on camera and public speaking that a couple of years ago, I would not even turn on the camera, even to record myself, let alone Mm. publish, let alone going on um, anywhere. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And a lot of my clients who come to me come because we attract similar patterns, right? Because I now now have a solution. Mm -hmm. And I uh, developed a very unique process for that. Mm -hmm. So how I discovered it is I literally would have my vocal cords will shut down. I'll have like a panic attack, anxiety, like Mm -hmm. dying kind of fear. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be so dramatic. But if we have it dramatic or very, very subtle and subconsciously hidden, Mm-hmm. But everybody thinks it's subconscious. And I know you talk to Dan um, 
about some of those subconscious ah, things, yes, right? yes. amazing amazing conversation um but the problem is most people because we are not trauma aware we're missing that component that it's not just the subconscious mind and so everybody focuses on the mind conscious and conscious but the body as the famous book says keeps the score Yes. So yes. the trauma literally comes up in the body. And so for your listeners, if there is this, if you notice that there are certain, like literally dying kind of feelings mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. avoidance and avoidance making posts, avoidance mm-hmm. going live, avoidance mm-hmm. uh, publishing a book that is already like half written. But now, you know, if you publish it, you will be visible and your story will be as well. And so yeah, all the yeah. sabotage and literally feeling in the body that it's unsafe. So mm. that chronic state of unsafety is what needs to be resolved. Yeah. Wow. That's wow. Just some of them. <laughs> some of those. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I'm just thinking of all the business owners I speak to and I'm thinking is there are there any people ultimately that are not suffering some form of trauma? No. That's a secret. The We're big screwed. secret. <laughs> we all have some form of trauma that we are carrying around. And actually, in some way, that's impacting all of us. Yes. And I will demonstrate with something that's real subtle, if you don't mind. Mm, yeah, of course. For those of us who were um raised by families that were very different for example if we were sensitive and the family was more academically inclined or sports inclined and we did not belong and fit in but as a child to deserve love we will belong and fit in to our own detriment and so we disconnect from our divine natural soul blueprint to fit in and belong suppress our emotions suppress who we really are and what yeah. causes what 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 is the consequence of that? There are so many, but one of them is lack of self-trust. Mm. How do you run a business as an entrepreneur without self-trust? Yeah, absolutely. And the fascinating thing for me is that actually for many entrepreneurs, those steps haven't been joined together. So they they just were living their childhood. And now they're just running a business, and those those bits in their in their minds are completely disconnected. It's kind of like, well, yeah, that was my childhood, and it was fine. It was okay, like it was okay, fine, no problem. But actually, because of those things, it's impacting that they don't trust themselves. So they don't trust themselves to show up. They don't trust themselves to price. They don't trust themselves to do anything really. Um, even though they might be going out and kind of doing that push, that push and hustle thing to try and get And then feeling like imposters, the yeah. imposter syndrome, all the self-doubt and the uh, the perfectionism mm-hmm. that actually ties to the self, the, to self-confidence and imposter mm-hmm. syndrome, which is self-confidence issues on steroids, as I call them. Mm-hmm. And so then patterns with comparison. Again, she's making or he's making six figures and seven figures and I'm not. And what's wrong with me? And I should have done it yesterday. All of that limits us, actually, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. disconnects us from that soul alignment, because a big portion of my work is actually working with hypnosis as an expanded state of consciousness. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I believe that beyond the suggestions and beyond the emotional healing, and I do a lot of transgenerational trauma work and family mm-hmm. dynamics and systems, but beyond all of it, my biggest vision and purpose is we heal the emotional wounds and the trauma to get into that soul alignment and connect. Because when we disconnect in childhoods, and it doesn't have to be family trauma. Look at what happens in school in a school system. Mm, yeah, the bullying and uh, the fitting in of just with school alone. Because if it doesn't happen in the family system, then it will happen within the society and in the school system. Yeah, and a lot of my a lot of my clients will have imprints from that, which limits. Yeah, I am. I really clearly remember um, being at school, and I must have been. I don't know, 14 or 15 um, ish. And this this replays in my head a lot. Um, and it was a situation with an English teacher and I mispronounced something or said something slightly incorrectly. And he basically took the mick out of me for it. And I responded saying, I'm not going to speak in case I say something. Obviously meaning in case I say something incorrectly. But after that, he then continued this thing that I'd said for a long time. And when I started coming into my business and wanting to do video and podcasts and all that kind of stuff, I had this replaying in my head a lot. And even now, every so often, it just pops into my head, the whole, I'm not going to speak in case I say something. Basically, if I speak, I'm going to look stupid. This Somebody is going to tease me for it they're going to think it's funny I don't think it's funny but they you know they think it's hilarious and I'm going to be teased and therefore I was really scared to actually show up and be on camera and speak in public and even on even on sales calls I was really scared in case I said something that made me look stupid so in the beginning I actually used to write out almost like a script of exactly what I would say on sales calls because I was so worried that I would speak and say something. Yeah. And that's a beautiful uh, examples of basically what happens to most in one variation or another to most Mm -hmm. of the clients who come to me with some type of confidence or visibility blocks. Mm. And the, all those sales and marketing and self promotions, every uh, promotion, everything ties to it, right? But yeah. I will dig it a little, a little bit deeper, if you don't mind. I'm sure <laughs> we are not just afraid of uh, looking stupid or mm. uh, saying something wrong. Ultimately, it's being afraid of rejection, yes. judgment first, yeah. and rejection, and this is one of the main primal fears. Mm. Which now takes us, yes, because we literally conditioned um, on the evolution, um, you know, in the evolution scheme of things. And basically that primal fear will live in the body. Mm. And so usually with things like that, um, pretty much any type of emotional wounding, relationship wounding with like family members, authority mm. figures, which deeply hurts us. Mm. Um, and also with in the school system, in any trauma, mm. uh, there are many types of trauma, right? And even with transgenerational trauma, we don't even know the people who went through it, but how it works, it's the same mechanism. Mm. There is an effect 
uh, a strong emotional trigger reaction in the body. So yes, it's subconscious mind, but the body creates that emotional response in the chemicals that mm. we produce. And this is what never gets released. And in my own methodology, the reason I had to walk away from mindset work and even suggestive hypnosis and created my own modality, mm -hmm. where I work on that body memory, mm -hmm. is to release that emotional charge, which has never been processed, but it cannot be processed by talking, reasoning. Mm -hmm. um, so that means suggestive hypnosis and um, talk therapy and any mind-based techniques will mm. fail the it it is, is going to make a difference but that's why people go uh, to therapy for years and years i was going to so, say yeah that's why you hear about people in therapy for three five years yes so wow. it creates a response and release like talking to a girlfriend on the phone mm -hmm. you feel better after but then new trigger comes certain oh similar pattern repeats and we are triggered and it happens again and so, for example, with inner child healing, a lot mm -hmm. of it, I talk about it because ultimately what we are doing for that business success, what I'm doing for that business mm -hmm. success is I'm helping my clients resolve their relationship and emotional wounds and their trauma from most of the time early life mm -hmm. and any trauma that happens, uh, happens after, which yeah, almost yeah. always repeats in a pattern. Mm -hmm. And so inner child healing will be a big portion of it but most people do the inner child healing by talking reasoning and giving support or writing letters or even meditating and following guided meditations and all of it is again talking and reasoning mm -hmm. and logic mm -hmm. but if the trauma happened in pre-verbal age and until we develop the uh, analytical function is but especially in pre-verbal age there are no words there there are no language schemas Mm. And this is why the entire mind-based paradigm of healing mm. will take us to a certain level, but then it will stop. It will never work for transgenerational trauma yeah. because we don't even know the people like my biggest, one of the biggest blocks I had personally, which affected my money stories, by the way, mm. were, was the fact that my grandparents were in World War II, mm. literally active, both of them. And I experienced in the session, and this is how I develop, I'm my own guinea pig, right? Yeah. So I realized no matter how much you talk, but it's not possible to rewire and repattern it mm. on the level of the talking or even the subconscious, because it has to be worked on the body level. And the body and the subconscious both actually don't understand logic and reasoning and words. Of course. And neither do our pre-verbal parts, such mm. as the inner child younger yeah. version of us and especially if it was prenatal trauma mm -hmm. or labor like trauma during labor or very mm -hmm. early age mm -hmm. and neglect is part of trauma too by the way and abandonment yeah yeah um so from this perspective i had to i was fifteen thousand dollars in debt mm. i had the dream and i wanted to make a difference yeah and i went from coach to coach from modality to modality and I realized I needed to save my life and my dream and mm -hmm. I was a woman on the mission mm -hmm. yeah. amazing. amazing absolutely, absolutely. incredible, incredible. I um, I'm just thinking I'm just thinking about all the ways that like all these little things during my life are probably now impacting things that I don't even know about which yeah. is amazing I mean it's just how do 
So if we've got some listeners and watchers who are thinking the same thing, like what what do they do? Like is there is is the solution hypnotherapy? Is there anything they can start to work on themselves? Like where where do they go from here if they're suddenly going, oh crap, there's all this stuff that I probably have that I don't even know about, but I'm experiencing these symptoms that we're talking about. A great question. Because that's what I had to figure out for myself. Because yes. when I discovered hypnotherapy, I discovered actually the more the hypnotherapy that's the expanded, I do quantum hypnosis, and it's mm-hmm. that work in the expanded state of consciousness. But the problem is spirituality and energy work and meditation is not equal to trauma work. Yeah. I'll read it again. Spirituality mm-hmm. and energy work and meditation is not the same as trauma work. So it yeah. still has to include the trauma work. And the reason I put everything I do and all the tools I've gathered for, for over maybe 12 years under the umbrella of hypnotherapy is because oh, might as well use that amazing tool that hypnotherapy is. But we must include the work on the body and the neurocircuitry and the repatterning and the release to go all the way to the end, to actually yeah. exit the loop. Mm-hmm. And there is one more component. And again, all of this I had to incorporate and it was my own discoveries. And then I later started watching and researching and studying trauma in the more conventional and non-conventional ways. But I had to discover it on my own in my own life first. And then I I studied trauma. I realized a lot of people have come apparently to the same conclusion. So while they use different methods and I cannot I don't I can't speak about this. Those methods. But the knowledge that trauma is stored in the body, mm-hmm. that it has to be addressed, is pretty much available out there. Mm-hmm. However, again, we cannot be just releasing it by, let's say, somatic work. It has yeah. to include both. This is a, a, a key piece. Mm-hmm. On top of it all, it has to work on both of our brain hemispheres. Mm-hmm. Because in, actually our fears are locked in the right hemisphere. Mm-hmm. This is why logic and reasoning cannot, another Mm -hmm. reason why logic and reasoning cannot unlock it fully. Yeah. And so working in in using a language which can be understood by both of the brain hemispheres in the subconscious mind and the body Mm -hmm. is the quickest way. And the results are real-time results. And the best way to check the results is when you encounter the same person, the same situation, the same pattern, but my clients call me, uh, I mean, like my clients in the program, they yeah, have yeah. this special thing that they have access to me via voice messages, right? So they would leave me a voice message or write me an email and say, I don't know what happened, Tatiana, but I, it's exactly the same thing. Everything is the same. Nothing in my life changed, but I have no, as you say, Tatiana, I have no emotional charge. And this is wow. the best litmus test of this work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Truly. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, I, and I, so, I guess people listening as well, if you find yourselves in recurring situations where you do have an emotional charge every time it happens, that's also probably a good indication that there is an issue here. And because we have one life and we are one person, then that is going to impact our business in some way at the same time. In a pretty, in uh, most of the time, in a pretty, pretty deep way. 
yes. because those inner psyche structures affect everything. I just made a post on my personal page and a couple of videos exactly on this um, mm -hmm. inner child wounding and trauma in childhood or family trauma and like mm -hmm. a list of over 25 um, signs of how we can recognize it. Wow. And for women especially, we can add the collective trauma and the transgenerational trauma, all the cultural and all the suppression so speaking up, being fully visible and fully making an impact, the difference. Yeah. And the, yes, the money, but so many people are afraid of success on their body level. The yeah. trauma makes us be afraid of success. It's mm. success is equal fear, death, rejection. Is that because we're sticking our head above the parapet, basically? And we're sticking ourselves above the tribe? Yeah. Mm. So here's a question for you. In terms of transgenerational trauma, how does that get into this person in this generation's body? Like, how does that actually, how does that actually happen? <laughs> there are, I mostly work with two mechanisms. Mm. So we can look at it from the perspective of behavior and role modeling. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and I yeah. work with such a concept that I developed. I call it life scenarios. We literally mm -hmm. play out the unconscious life scenarios. It's like the messages that are sent down transgenerationally and all the behavior that is role modeled. So this mm -hmm. is one of the examples. For example, if my grandma was in World War II mm -hmm. and life is not safe and she almost died and all of that, how do you think she raised her children, Right. Yes. That's the role modeling. Everything is scary. Everything mm. is, life is dangerous, period. Yeah. Yeah. And therefore, business would be. And therefore, yeah. money would be. And therefore, relationships would be. And men are not to be trusted. And yeah. so on and so forth. Mm. So this is what I would, like, what I use um, in my work on the life scenarios, uh, mm. life scripts kind of role modeling yeah. uh, side. But then there is a second mechanism that's, the one where we take into consideration that emotional charge. So mm. the uh, our in our lineage, the people who went through trauma, and let's look at the in America or uh, in Europe, the wars, the revolutions, the depressions, the financial crisis, and all of that, slavery. Mm -hmm. it, the list goes on. And most importantly, one of the biggest imprints is sexual trauma. Sexual mm -hmm. trauma affects us even if it's not our own trauma. And mm -hmm. how it works is when this trauma happens, or not exactly trauma, but again, emotional imprint, emotional wounds, strong emotional charge, emotions affect our genes. They are signal our genes. Mm -hmm. And that genome is passed down to us. Wow. And it's epigenetic imprinting and all of that lives within us and unfortunately, not knowing the law does not make us exempt from the law. I've tried. <laughs> if only. I've tried all my life. I went through so much trauma in my childhood, and I ran away at age 19 to America with $350 in my pocket. Mm -hmm. And I thought, yay, I ran away. I'm going to start a brand new life. Yeah. But I took myself with me. Mm, yes. And the whole big what I would call emotional baggage, which was literally emotional baggage. Mm. 
And when I started, and first it led to developing cancer to age 21. And this is what brought me on this journey. So my journey originally started with that health healing, searching, and also medical injury. And then I started the business because I wanted to share how amazing hypnotherapy is. And I realized how deep is the deep. And Mm. so this is what brought me to this journey. And literally everything I teach is my own. I'm my own first client. And uh, the clients I attract would normally have some of the patterns. And I only work with clients who I know I can Mm -hmm. help. And I have the methodology to get them there. Otherwise, it's not an integrity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, This is completely fascinating (laughs) to me. It's such an incredibly interesting subject. And actually, it's something that is impacting not just us as business owners, but pretty much, as we said at the beginning, almost everyone on the planet by the sounds of it. And that is, um, that is in some way scary, but also in some way, actually, um, it, it, it's, it's a little bit soothing in some way that it's like, it's not just you that's messed up, it's everyone that's messed up. So let's, let's do something about that rather than beat ourselves up with a stick because we don't want to turn the live camera on. Actually, there is, you know, there are options here and we can understand where it's coming from and not, not be that high achieving version that you spoke about where it's like, we just need to beat ourselves up we just need to you know hustle we just need to move the goalposts and have a bigger goal and all that kind of stuff um which I think is which I think is hopefully soothing in some way for people as well at the same time um Tatiana I've absolutely loved this conversation why don't you tell our listeners and watchers where they can find out more about you how they can get in touch and where you hang out online um, I am the only Tatiana Valeria on Facebook, and I have Tatiana Valeria Hypnotherapy and Coaching business page, which I'm trying to develop a little more because, you know, it's more difficult. Yeah. But TatianaValeria.com is my main home, and there are videos there that link to the page, and I would love to see people and answer any questions. Um, come visit. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, well, obviously, when we put this onto the podcast, we will um, put the links and stuff in there for people to click on as well um, and all that good stuff. But thank you so much for joining me today, Tatiana. Thank you, everyone who is watching and tuned in. Thank you for all the love, hearts, likes, and thumbs up. I appreciate that. And uh, we'll speak soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got lots of value from this episode. Now, if you're struggling with any accounting things for your business, I'd love to help. Make sure you reach out to me at podcast at annetteandco.co.uk. That's podcast at annetteandco.co.uk and let me know how I can help. Of course, remember to subscribe to this podcast as well. Thanks again.